This is episode number 87 of the Look What I Made podcast. My name is Kevin Pike. My website is keeppikemusic.com. And on this one, I've got for you a track that I just finished called The Fifth Parallel. And this is one of those recordings that uh, basically came together over a number of years. Um, I did it in fragments and uh, kept coming back to it until finally I finished it. And so if you actually, if you listen to episode 63, which is called Snippets, I've got a bunch of little ideas that I had recorded but didn't know what I wanted to do with. And uh, there's a lot of solo drumming on there where I just sat down behind my drum set and just recorded some grooves. And one of those grooves on there is, is part of this tune. So I did that. I think that was in like 2011, 2012 or something like that. And then um, a few years later, when I was working on The Sound of Things, I took a break from it and went back to this track and added a saxophone line, uh, which is the uh, melody line that you'll hear. And, um, and, and that, that particular line I set up with, um, it's, it's voiced as alto at the top and Barry um, underneath a full octave. And then um, a fifth above the Barry is another alto. Uh, so, the, which is uh, so basically like parallel fifths, where the the it just goes along with whatever the melody plays. It goes exactly as a fifth above that. And that's why I call this tune the fifth parallel. And um, if if you uh, like, if you study any music history, the parallel parallel fifths were were uh, not were frowned upon back in in like. Um, you know, Baroque counterpoint and all that kind of stuff. And I remember in college when we had to do some composition exercises and you couldn't have any parallel fifths on it. And so this being jazz, it's just kind of funny to me to go ahead and, and make the whole thing full of parallel fifths. But at any rate, um, I created this, this, this saxophone melody line um, and then I kind of left the rest of the tune as is and I didn't do anything with it because I was working on the sound of things, which is completely different from this kind of funked tune. So I just sat for a number of years, and then um, in uh, 2016, I went back to it, and um, I had basically recorded the melody line in the very beginning of the solo section with like a fragment of an idea from the Barry Sax laying down the bass line. And so I expanded that and then added in the uh, alto sax solo over that. And then last summer, I, I got a tenor sax, which uh, I hadn't had a, I had a tenor sax, um, back when I was in college, but I was borrowing it from somebody and I had to give it back a few years later. And then, um, so I went a number of years without a tenor sax. And then recently I bought a tenor sax. So um, I added some a tenor sax part along with the alto and um, just kept adding more and more saxophone layers. So basically I've got me on drums, got me on alto, tenor, and barry saxes. And then after I had recorded everything and put it together, I still didn't have, it was just a kind of a small, short little tune. And I felt like it needed an intro um, or just one other section to it. And um, I remember on in the day of the, inaugura uh, the inauguration um, when, when, uh, of Trump's inauguration, when he spoke and how like just upset and, and like totally flabbergasted that this had happened and what the things he was saying were just so awful um, that I had to go and hit the studio and just record and what came out was the intro to this piece uh, it was basically me kind of like getting mad just playing Barry saxophone in unison in uh, in roots and fifths 
and just kind of cranking it out. And um, once I had that, I realized, you know, this this will work well as an intro. It has a little bit different feel. It's a little bit angry. It's a little bit crazy. And then it goes into more of a funk thing. And um, and then I added um, the most of the tune that I that I had the, the drums part I had recorded were kind of based on uh, bass, snare, and hi hat. And so this beginning, um, I I used a um, just a regular, not a crash cymbal, but it's actually a ping cymbal, but it's a it's got a crash sound to it, so it has kind of a crazy uh, intro, a little bit more of a rock edge to it than than uh, jazz. Um, but I, I went back and added this cymbal part in, and and um, and changed the the hi hat part to be just clicks on every beat. And then after I um, I had finished putting this whole thing together, uh, I listened back to it and I realized that the mix of the drums was not good when I had been soloing on the drums and recording it, I just had a couple mics in, uh, you know, just in, um, just like, um, placed on left and right side of the drums. And then I also had a bass drum mic and a snare drum mic, but the balance was really off and that the, the uh, hi-hat was too hot, was too, um, prominent in the mix. So I was trying to figure out how I could fix that. And I didn't want to have to re-record the drums because I kind of liked what I had come up with. Um, but what I wound up doing then is uh, just going back and redoing the snare drum and the bass drum to match. I'm sorry, not the bass drum, but this, just the snare drum to match the snare drum. So there's actually two tracks of snare drum, the original snare drum that I played, and then me hitting the snare drum again to reemphasize that and bring that more in the mix. And then I also went back and redid the uh, hi-hat. But what I did is I, I kept the original hi-hat in there but lowered the tracks that had that ambient noise in the back uh, and then br brought up this new hi-hat that I did so it's louder in the mix and it, it kind of gives it a little bit of a chorus effect so you know if you're if you're a drummer purist you probably would listen to this and say that doesn't sound like live drums that sounds like you know you you mixed it separately where you did the bass and the snare drum separate and then added in the the hi-hat and, and that's kind of the truth, although there's the original hi-hat on it as well. It's just lower in the mix. So it gives it a unique sound, and I kind of dig it. And then and I, I just I like the overall balance of this mix better, better than when I had just gone with the recordings or the drums that I had before. And I'm not a drummer. Um, I'm, I'm a saxophone player that has a drum set. So, um, you know, anything I can do to enhance, whenever I, whenever I play drums on a tune, I want to... If, if there's anything I can do to enhance it so that it, it sounds closer to what a drummer would do or it has a, a more consistent feel, then I'm going to go ahead and do that. So I do that on this recording. And uh, I, I guess that's all I really want to say about this. This is called The Fifth Parallel. It, um, you know, actually the other, the other thing about the name, besides the fact that it's got parallel fifths in it, it, it does, uh, I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm fascinated by the concept of parallel universes. And going back to the Trump inauguration, it felt like being in a parallel universe that day. So I think this all ties in, and that's, that's kind of why I like this, the title of uh, The Fifth Parallel. So this is from my album 68940, and uh, here it is. Thank you. 
checking out my Look What I Made podcast. You can listen to more of my music at my website, kpikemusic.com. That's K-P-I-K-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. Or do a search for Kevin Pike Music, and you'll find my music on YouTube, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, CD Baby, and of course, kpikemusic.com.